When I was 12 years old, I became a Jack Nicholson superfan. This happened almost overnight on an evening in February 1997 when I first saw The Shining. Here's Johnny! In those 20 plus years, I never stopped being a Jack superfan. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Get ready for You Don't Know Jack, hosted by me. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. She's got two today. Mac Jones to the back corner. Touchdown, Alabama. And it's Devontae Smith. Welcome to All Four Downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. The bowl games have started New Year's Eve. The college football playoffs will be played. And we, of course, are awaiting the announcement of the Heisman Trophy finalist. Hello, everyone. I am Joe McGuire, joined by Jace Garcia, Sean Scanlon, and Ovi Munez as we look to first down. Devontae Smith has been named the AP player of the year. Congratulations to Devontae Smith. Certainly a very deserving candidate. Uh, if you if you see up here on the screen, for those of you who are watching this live, Devontae had 26 first place votes among his 114. Mac Jones with 67. Trevor Lawrence with 49. Curiously, Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence each had nine first place votes. Uh, I'm going to take issue right off the top with that. Um, Trevor Lawrence is not the AP player of the year. And while he certainly played well, the idea that uh, nine people thought it should go to him is absurd. This was as is the Heisman was supposed to be his trophy to lose. And I feel like for a lot of these AP writers, the idea that they would nominate, say, uh, Mac Jones over Trevor Lawrence would in some way imply uh, that Mac Jones is the better quarterback when in fact all he was was the guy that had the better year and that's all you could be uh, hopeful for uh, Devontae Smith look Sean and, and, and feel free to start attacking me now <laughs> he had a great year for sure but I mean this was Mac Jones pretty much start to finish he, he was the best player in football and you can argue that Devontae Smith is one of his many weapons. I don't know. I, I mean, I like quarterbacks that can put the football right in your hands. I, I love Devontae Smith. You talk about the separation, but Mac Jones understands it, reads it, and is able to drop it in there every time. That's why yeah. Mac Jones, to me, is number one. I don't mind Devontae at number two. 
Yeah, and I look. I think I think you have a fair point. Uh, Mac Jones obviously is uh, spectacularly accurate, or spectacularly accurate. Um, but you know he completes most of his balls. You know, close to you know seventy five percent. So I get what you're saying. He puts the ball in the money every time. Um, he's he's really accurate. He he's great. He has great chemistry with all his receivers. But I just think Devontae Smith is you know uh, one one of the best college receivers that I have seen um, in my whole lifetime, really. And there's I'm not even joking when I say that he's an absolute spectacular route runner. Um, he might be even a better route runner than uh, Jerry Judy, his teammate from last year, which is saying a lot. Uh, and then when he gets the ball after the catch, he does dynamic things with it. Um, so look, I, I completely get your point. And, you know, usually the QBs get the benefit of the doubt in this Heisman trophy uh, race, but that's kind of it. my, my thinking is, you know, if a receiver has a year this great and this dominant where every week nobody can stop him, even if you're, you know, double covering, you know, with a safety over the top, it does not matter. He's going to find a way to win the route. And, uh, and he, I mean, look at those numbers right there. He, you know, in his four years, he's been spectacular. So I just think, you know, he should get the benefit of the doubt knowing that, you know, a receiver hasn't won since the nineties that if, if a receiver is really dominating like this, um, that I think he should win. But I do think that Mac Jones is also very deserving. It's just tough with, uh, Offense that's so dynamic, it's kind of hard to, you know, choose which one. But I, I would lean uh, with my guy, Devontae Smith, there. Devontae, Jay, I'm, I'm afraid to even hear what Jace has to say. No, ahead, I mean, Devontae Smith is a beast. He is one of the best wide receivers ever. Even last year in a studded uh, on a studded wide receiver core with Henry Ruggs, Jalen, a healthy Jalen Waddle, uh, Jerry Judy. Devontae Smith still led them in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. So, like, the, he, he's a beast. He's proven it. And he's having just a gr just as great – I mean, a better season this year because he doesn't have those other targets taken away from him. And so, I mean, Mac Jones has it all simple, all too simple. Throw it to, to Smith or just hand it off to Najee Harris. Trevor Lawrence, at least, his team was the offense wasn't clicking until he came back and started handing the ball off, making good reads, scrambling. But like, you didn't just say that for real, did you? Yeah, Clemson's offense wasn't running well when Trevor Lawrence was out. I mean, the, the, it, the no, you're joking. You're, you're not, not okay. serious. No, I'm talking about the the. The multi-dynamic, the mobility that Trevor Lawrence brings to that offense. And Etienne, he wasn't doing too well. Trevor Lawrence brings in Etienne, and he just plays. So what the hell did Mac Jones do with Devontae Smith and Najee Harris? He didn't bring them in too? No, because Devontae Smith was already established because he was balling with Tua. He can do it. He, he's just the best. In the, he's the best. Listen, I, I would guarantee last season if I was like, Devontae Smith's the best receiver in football, you'd be like, well, Jalen Waddle and Judy, he's like the third target, blah, blah, blah. Listen, when we don't want someone to win stuff, and I get that people aren't enamored with Mac Jones. I get it. I understand that. And I understand that Mac Jones probably wanted to be a first-round pick in the draft. I get that. I'm fine with that. My point is, is we're not talking about what Devontae Smith has done in three years. We're talking about this season, the one that currently just happened. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, great numbers, great numbers, all thanks to Devontae Smith. I mean, all thanks to Matt Jones. Again, putting the ball where it needs to be. Yes. 
point number two. Because there, it it continues. You got. I mean, you got to win at the line of scrimmage. Still, you got to win your route, and that's why Mac Jones has been great all years because he has wide open players all the time, and he just hits them. I mean, I'm not I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say if we're, if the argument is that the guy does his job well because he's surrounded by talent, I don't see why that's a mark against him. I'm not. Because I'm if, not saying if he was if he was playing like Kyle Trask, then. Uh, in in big games, then 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 there'd be an issue. But he doesn't. He steps up week in and week out, no matter what happens, no matter who's in the lineup or not. Jalen Waddle was looked like he was going to be target one A this year, and then he went down, and it it became the the Devonte Smith show. Devonte Smith does great a uh, great job on the kickoff and punt returns. Puts up a lot of yards there. I'll be honest, how many touchdowns did he have? I think just a couple. Uh, on 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 special teams. So again, I mean. Great year, but if, if listen, my point is, look, if the guy if the guy led the league in yards and touchdowns and the special teams he was putting up like you know what Desmond Howard did when he won a Heisman, where you had a guy that wasn't just lighting it up on offense but also on special teams, that that to me is like, well, that receiver is better than everybody else. I'm not sure that I'm buying this. I've heard people already suggest they don't know if Devontae Smith's a, 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 a number one receiver in the NFL. Oh, that's ridiculous. I've heard it said. Oh, I'm not, I don't, I don't listen. I don't agree with it. I've heard that said. Who are these people? Yeah, yeah, give me, give me know, some names. I beg to differ on this one. If there's you can Google predict, it and see. I've read articles about it. If there's anything that I predict is either Devontae Smith or Waddle will be at least drafted by the New York Giants coming up to the NFL draft because definitely Giants need a wide receiver that could catch the ball and do something after the catch. It so was we'll, we'll have to context. wait and see on that. It was within but, that context, uh, Ovi. Exactly mm -hmm. what you're saying. It was a, an article about who the Giants should draft, and the question was, is Devontae Smith really uh, a big-time number one wide receiver? Uh, and there was some question marks on that. Uh, Sean, I don't agree. I think he's great, and I would love to see him on the New York football giant. I think it'd be the greatest thing that ever happened. They need another yeah. one. I think he's the guy, and I think he's great. Don't get me wrong. This isn't me saying that he's not great. It's just yeah. like, I think Mac Jones, I don't think Mac Jones did anything from, from beginning of the season where he was the odds-on favorite to these awards to where all of a sudden the last few weeks it's like we want anybody but Mac. That's what it feels like to me. This is a little forced. The idea that Trevor Lawrence got the same amount of first place votes, that rubs me the wrong way as well. Uh, yeah, I agree 100% with the Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones thing. I, I think Mac Jones is easily the best quarterback in the, the country this season. Um, but, I mean, like I said before, I just think Devontae Smith. And, I mean, we're just going to agree to disagree. But, uh, I, yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's, definitely, uh, it's definitely between them two, though. I, dude, I would even argue you could – Make an argument that Najee Harris could go ahead of Mac Jones. Uh, well, the, we, well, you're, well, you're not, not going too far there. It would there. be a <laughs> argument. Nobody wants to hear it. If there's any – as uh, you got to thank the offensive line of Alabama because without Absolutely. them, then you don't have Mac Jones making those open passes. And, of course, the receivers allowing them to actually execute their routes into perfection. And that's what they're going to carry over – uh, in the playoffs, which we talk about later on. But I would like to read you this quote from Kirby Smart that will transition on to our second down. And that is uh, from Kirby Smart. I'm not going to be politically correct. I'm going to say who I think is the best player. And everyone will know why I think he's the best player. Because of what he's done against Georgia. Devontae Smith, to me, he's the best player in college football. Now, this is on Devontae Smith. 
on winning the Heisman Trophy. Now, Joe, you you you've you've been argumentative about this, especially about Kirby Smart and amongst of other things. But on the comment that he said about him possibly winning the Heisman Trophy, your argument still states that Mac Jones should be the winner. Am I right? Yes. So listen, I, I appreciate what Kirby Smart says. Again, I think he's talking about Devontae Smith in the Lifetime Achievement Award category. I've been burned by this guy for four years. He's the best player. In I understand him saying that. I don't think he literally means he's the college football player of the year. I don't, I don't, I don't take it that way, and I, and I would disagree with that wholeheartedly. And also, I will point out in the game against Georgia, Mac Jones was 24 for 32, 417 yards and four touchdowns. The first touchdown pass that gave Alabama the lead went to John Mechie the third. Uh, the, the score that put them ahead went to Jalen Waddell. So, Devontae uh, Smith did score in that game as well. Twice. He scored twice. He scored twice. He, 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 the last touchdown that put them at 41-24 was attack on the Smith. He caught one earlier in the game. Oh my God! This all right. Well, Matt, all right. Matt this Jones. Is... Matt Jones beat them. Matt Jones beat Georgia. Plain and simple. Devontae Smith didn't. Najee Harris had 150 yards and two touchdowns in that game. You could. You want to argue Najee Harris won the game? Yes. At the whole offense. Najee Harris the offense as a whole. It's not. And who took the, the offense? Who and distributed the, the ball to all of his weapons? Mac Jones. I, like, I, right, doing well, the job. So, and to that do. is so easy when you set up the play action. It's not easy, James. It's not easy. James, if it was easy, if it was easy, anybody could do it. So that's wrong. I, I, I got to tell think, you right now. I think the perfect example is Trevor yeah. Lawrence went out, Clemson lost. They so Clemson, it's not easy. Clemson you, does not you, have the weapons that you, Alabama does. No. Stop that. You, listen. What? What? Listen, listen, you stuck one of the best no. you stuck one of the best no. freshman quarterbacks in the country behind yeah. center. And he and he hung with Notre Dame all night long. But yeah, because DJ's a great quarterback, they still their their only great receiver right now is Amari Rogers. Mechie, the second receiver on Alabama, and who would be the third if he will uh if uh Waddle wasn't hurt, he would be the fourth receiver on Alabama right now. Amari Rogers, who's the Clemson's best receiver. Travis Etienne is having nowhere the year that Najee Harris is having. Alabama has a much better offensive line. So to say that Clemson has the weapons that Alabama does is just completely false in this situation, I think. And uh, I mean, also, I was just going to say the point about Kirby Smart. Um, you know, I, I get your point about, you know, having him beating him or having him beat all four years, you know, that he, obviously he went against them all four years. He won the national championship with the game winner. But this year, you know, 11 for 167 and two touchdowns, and that's probably his fourth or fifth best game this season. And, that is, I mean, that's just what I mean. He just absolutely dominates games. He takes over secondaries, and that's, I mean, I think he's the best player in college football. Look, as I pointed out last week, when you look at his numbers, Mac Jones had his best game, his best games against all the top 25 competition he faced his his quarterback rating went up 10 points I mean, across the board his his touchdown to pick ratio was up against the top teams so again when the when this guy was asked to elevate his game he did okay and to frank's point i understand it's a team sport and the guy who led the whole team was the quarterback that's my only point if Matt Jones throws four interceptions in that game, they lose the game. So Matt Jones had to 
put the ball in the hands of those amazing weapons behind that amazing offensive line. But it's it's not easier said than done. And I think to suggest that is insulting to the quarterbacking position. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I don't want to say it's just easy. I yeah. No, I'll let you go. I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, January 5th, we'll about to find out exactly who's going to win the Heisman. But listen, only five that won AP Player of the Year since 1998 did not win the Heisman. So there could be a possibility that Mac Jones could win. But there are other factors in here, other people that are in the uh, Heisman uh, race. So last year, Heisman winner was Joe Burrow, who won AP poll and the Heisman. Okay. And could we see this guy win it this year? We don't know. But that does look like an awesome picture to see him holding that holding that trophy. But hey, we got Devontae Smith we already talked about. 17 reception touchdown, most in school history. He got 98 receptions for 15 over 1,500 yards. Outstanding, especially yards after catch. That's unbelievable. But then we also have Mac Jones, as we mentioned already. Four games with 400 plus yards. Uh, he has set the SEC championship record for passing yardages. Then we have Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask, a redshirt senior, set eight school records in Florida. Five 400-yard passing games a season. Uh, his stats is, is incredible. He's done a lot, especially being after uh, Felipe Frank, who actually transferred to Arkansas, if I'm not mistaken. And he got the starting job this year, so congratulations to him. And then we got Trevor Lawrence. Uh, again, he missed out some games because of COVID, but when he is playing, he is sharp. He 62.2 completions, uh, averaging 305 yards a game. Uh, it was his, it was his to win it with COVID kicking in. We'll see. Like I said, we don't know what what the, what these voters are looking for in this one. But I'm gonna tell you guys right now. We'll go across on everybody right now. Uh, starting with you, Sean. Who is your winner for the Heisman? Um, I mean, we we pretty much been doing this the whole show, but uh, I think my answer is pretty obvious. I'm going to go with Devontae Smith. Um, I think Mac Jones is easily second place. I think he's been the best quarterback in the country for sure. Um, it's not easy to complete 77% of your balls. Um, 100%, it's, he's been having a great year, but I, I just think Devontae Smith uh, deserves to, to win the Heisman this year. All right, Joe, you say you're Mac Jones, and we heard your argument already. So, Jace, out of these four, who is your winner? Trevor Lawrence, dude. Oh. Trevor Lawrence, he's the best. <laughs> I mean, and when you see, I'm sorry, when you see I'm sorry. the championship, <laughs> Alabama versus Clemson, and when you see Clemson win, Trevor Lawrence should have won the Heisman. It, like it should have, whatever. But this is this season, this season alone. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, but hey. More to it is on not this. a lifetime achievement award. This isn't deciding who the best guy in the NFL is going to be, Jace. This is the best guy this year, and his name is Mac Jones. I don't know how many other ways I can explain this to you guys. 77% like what? What more could this guy possibly do? Holy smokes. Well, the only he thing that he can do right now. That's what he can do. Well, I tell you what, or that, what that's he, what he can do. Beat Clemson. What he could do is actually. Um, <laughs> I'm reading some of these comments. I'm sorry, man, but please mute Jace. I am getting a headache. <laughs> uh. 
But Hector believes that Devontae Smith is going to win. And like Atta I said, I mean, I mean, they both deserve it. Let's put it that way. I mean, there's not going to be a tie for the Heisman. We know that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if Devontae Smith win or Mac Jones win, either or. I would prefer Mac Jones from week one all the way. He's been putting up the numbers all the way through, and that's my argument. All right, but hey, again, next week we will discuss who the winner is and more in depth into it. But for now, we're going to take a short break. Uh, we'll lead it into a new show coming in starting in January, uh, which is the Hard Hitting Wrestling Show. Check it out. HHW Show Podcast returns January 5th with a new season, Road to the Royal Rumble. Hector, Frank, Jason, Ovi will be on the set with the latest news and takeaway. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and you can listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcast app. On January 1st, New Year's Day, the top four teams will battle for the top spot in the national championship. Uh, Notre Dame plays Alabama and Ohio State takes on Clemson. Uh, so in these games, I think, you know, most, most of America, I think would, you know, pick Alabama and Clemson. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stay the same here. I think, you know, Notre Dame got exposed a little bit in the ACC championship game versus Clemson. Um, I think that, you know, Ian Book in the running game, I think that they have a chance to get going a little bit because Alabama's defense, uh, isn't the greatest, but I think, uh, Alabama's offense is going to be too much for this Notre Dame defense. You know, Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, we've been talking about it all episode, but they are way too much. Um, I, I think that. This will be the worst game of the two. I think that Alabama is really going to put it on them. Um, I think Notre Dame might have a uh, shot to hang around uh, in the first half a little bit because their defense and running game has been good. But I'm going to take Alabama here. I think they win by uh, three-plus scores. And uh, in the Clemson-Ohio State game, I, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people think. Honestly, uh, I'm going to give the edge to Clemson for sure. But I think Ohio State is going to be a little fired up. Um, obviously, they didn't. they only got to play five games this year. But well, I think that are going to be fired up that everyone's saying that they should be in the rankings. Obviously, Dabo Sweeney saying that he had Ohio State ranked at 11. So I, I think it will be a good matchup. Um, I think Ohio State's defense is definitely going to have to come to play if they want to win this one. But I, I think Clemson will pull it out late in this one by around uh, 7 or 10 points. So uh, let's see what the rest of the crew has to think about uh, these games going on. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, Sean. Uh, Alabama, Clemson, it, it's going to be – they're going to take it and they're going to meet in the nat, in the natty. But Alabama, they're really good, but they have not faced a defense like this. Notre Dame's defense is the has is one of the best in college football. Uh, you could argue them and Cincy, but uh, I think Notre Dame has the best defense. I'm interested to see how they play with those weapons, with Mac, with the – Holy Trinity that is Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and Devontae Smith. I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out. But then Trevor Lawrence is just going to demolish Justin Fields and that Ohio State team, and it's just going to show that they n- did not belong in the playoff in the first spot. All right. I'm going to tell you how both of these games are going to go down. Um, I think by halftime – um, I think both games will be relatively close. I think Bama and Clemson will be up probably by a score in each game. I think Bama uh, starts to blow it out in the third quarter, and I think um, Clemson pulls away from Ohio State in the fourth quarter. I think both games end with at least a 17-point advantage. Um, I would say Ohio State wins by about seven. I mean, uh, 
Clemson beats Ohio State by about 17. And I would say uh, I think Bama probably takes out Notre Dame by at least 24 points. Well, it seems like it's a unanimous decision here. Uh, Notre Dame and Alabama, as you can see, this is the first time they face each other in the playoffs. Uh, Alabama, to me, I think they're going to win. Uh, I'd say Mac Jones all the way. Uh, but for Ohio State and Clemson, Ohio State is 0-2 against Clemson. Uh, and, and again, uh, this is going to be interesting. Sean, you said it. Uh, I, there's a lot of drama in this game. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to boil down to who is more fired up than who. And we're definitely going to tell to see what's going to happen after the first snap. Uh, and, and I'm excited. This is like a heavyweight championship going at it. Uh, and, and, and I love it. This is what makes college football so freaking great right here is that you got these teams, not the quietest ones, are always just, always the, 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 the loudest. And so I got Alabama and I got Clemson in the fourth time rematch. Uh, so it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. And I am excited. New Year's Day is going to be awesome. So we're going to pop the champagne at night, get some rest. And then by four o'clock, we'll start getting ready for the Bama game. And then soon after, we'll see this doubleheader on, on ESPN. So I'm excited, man. I'm, I really am. But I'm also more excited here is some of these comments that are being left. Uh, and and I, I, will, <laughs> I will hate to end the show without <laughs> reading these comments here. So Frank, uh, he's been on, on, on the show a lot, man. He wants Jay's uh, get another pie in the face. I guess he wants uh, an actual uh, a bet to see who, who's going to win the, the Heisman. So are you willing, Jace? Are you willing, Joe? No. I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> All right. It's a rigged election. It's a, it's a rigged vote. And oh, no goes. Trevor Lawrence will win a participation award with a scratch How and sniff sticker. How is it a participation award? He still put up numbers in the games he's played. Hmm. It isn't like Trevor Lawrence was just out there in the games that he played. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you, Hector. <laughs> and then hey again more 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 comments are coming through and i appreciate everybody you know supporting what? the all four downs podcast ovi i'll tell Go you ahead. what frank's last comment about uh he'd like to see alabama win doesn't think they have enough um uh the final whistle i'm going to tell you why that is fair I'm enough explain it because everybody needs to know and and college football needs to be exposed for the fraud it's become Yes, and you know what? And that's not the only the only thing here is the, um, it's been mentioned. The 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 volume is getting louder every week, and after this these bowl games, I'm sure it's gonna die down until the next season starts. So, by all means, so you'll you'll get you'll get your you get your chance, Joe. You get your chance. But finally, the Capital One Bowl Mania. Um, again. Let me let you know. Let me get these comments out the way here, and I think I'll be all right. Good <laughs> Lord, have mercy. There you go. Don't play My- that next one. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure who Frank was directing that one at, but geez. Oh, I don't know. But hey, Capital One Bow Mania, I want to say thank you to everyone that participated in the Bow Mania Challenge. Right now, we do have a guest that's in the lead by one game, followed by myself. Um, <laughs> Yes, myself and Hector tied for second place. So there's still plenty of games to be played. 
All right, and you can look at the ticker screen down there, ESPN Fan 267080781. Sounds like we're in a movie of the Transformers, uh, but uh, he's in the lead. Uh, but, hey, plenty of games, especially tonight when Oklahoma takes on Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of players from Florida are opting out this game to prepare themselves for the NFL. So I'm, I'm just curious to see what type of offense Florida has moving on for tonight. What but, a Dan uh, Mullins team kind of thing to do. Yeah, you know. That, that's that's a Dan Mullins. That's <laughs> Dan Mullins. They're like, screw this. I got better things to do. Boy, oh, boy, Florida, what a dump you are. What a dump. That program, it used to be such a great program in Florida. How Dan Mullins, dude, you are the worst. <laughs> I, You know, I, it's all about loyalty and respect to the organization and to that see guy that doesn't happening. know anything about respect. That's that's the number one problem. <laughs> they don't learn respect. He doesn't teach respect, and and that's the issue in Florida. And that's why they don't get any respect. Well, we'll see what type of game they play tonight. But as far as the show is concerned, next week we'll be back to talk about the national championship, which will be on January 11th. Also, talk about the Heisman winner, which happens on January 5th, and also. Which players are going to be making the draft? Who you think is going to be in the first round? That will be our big topic for next week, as well as who will be in the preseason rankings for 2021. So thank you, Jace. Thank you, Sean, for being on. Joe, the floor is Joe with the final whistle. You know, for better or worse, the college football playoffs are upon us. And while we can argue over who should be ranked behind Alabama and Clemson, it's quite apparent they are far and away the two best schools and whether they deserve a spot because of their short schedule ohio state a big brand from a power five along with first time conference participant and america's independent darling notre dame they do make a solid four we can argue about cincinnati or coastal carolina before the loss to liberty or oklahoma or a&m whoever you want but the bottom line is this no one is beating clemson or alabama except each other did you know that nine of the 12 semifinal games that have been played have been decided by double digits? That's correct. Uh, half, nearly half, five of those 12 have been decided by 27 points or more. Now, this is the sixth appearance for Alabama and for Clemson. It's the fourth for Ohio State. Get this. Of the 28 all-time playoff spots that have been made available, those three teams, as well as Oklahoma, have taken 20 of the 28 spots. Notre Dame is making just its second playoff appearance because even they had fallen behind the big boys. It gets worse. In the classes of 2017 to 2020, this is per rivals, Alabama had signed 17 five-star recruits. Notre Dame, one. That's why the Tide are a 20-point favorite in this game. 35 rival five-star recruits, roughly the same 32 first-round draft picks in the NFL. In 2020, Alabama and Clemson and Georgia signed 14 of those 35 guys. Imagine an NFL draft where three teams had 40% of the first-round draft picks. Let's hope the games are competitive this weekend, but if they aren't, at least now you know why. Thanks for joining us at All Four Downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. For more, visit clovercrestmedia.com or check out hhwshow.com to get all the latest in the world of sports, plus unique perspectives and wide-ranging opinions. You can follow us on social media. Make sure you like us, share us, and 
maybe even leave a review. For Jace Garcia, Sean Scanlon, and our executive producer, Obi Muniz, I am Joe McGuire. Enjoy the game. Have a happy new year. And we'll catch you back here next Wednesday night at 730 for all four downs.